Welcome to another episode of This Catholic Life, conversations about life's ups and downs, big and small, how we deal with every situation imaginable, whatever life throws at us, but still manage to be sensible, practical, and joyful. Today's show is an anniversary episode. We started in July 2019, and it's been just over a year since then, so we thought it was a good time to sit back with the original team, the show one team and the team that's been with us all the way through on and off and reflect on one year of podcasting that means over 50 individual podcasts and that means that we've had quite an experience along the way so today to talk about that experience is the original cast renee cola ryan professor in philosophy at the university of notre dame welcome renee thank you peter and of course ryan box galliott um, who has been with us from the start as, as many times as we could tear him away from his career, uh, should I say lucrative career in art. Um, that's That would be a lie, wouldn't it? Well, um, <laughs> well to quote the Fonz, a <laughs> <laughs> And, of course, we're doing something a little bit different this time. Although you may have heard his voice occasionally popping in here and there, we're going to invite Mike Lynch onto the podcast because without him... This entire podcast would not have been possible so far. Always dangerous to invite the producer. <laughs> it, is in, it is indeed dangerous. Nobody to edit out your comments. <laughs> um, Mike keeps us all in check and uh, organized and uh, obviously does the wizardry of editing, which makes us sound like we actually know what we're talking about. So I thought what I might do is start with the initial story as far as from my perspective, and then we'll lead into our experiences. This all kind of started, at least in my head, many years ago when it became obvious that, um, well, let's be honest, Catholics aren't huge in the area of technology. And uh, I think Bishop Umbers has a joke where he says, the Catholic Church is um, bringing yesterday's technology tomorrow is a kind of a an unfortunate maxim, which <laughs> we haven't really been in this space. And when we were talking to the armchair Catholics, in one of our episodes, they mentioned that they had the same experience. They took the idea mm. to a diocese and and said, and they said, what's a podcast first? That's the first question. And secondly, who's going to listen to it? No one's going to listen to that. Fortunately, um, the diocese listened to us and uh, we've been uh, doing this now for a year. So uh, we had this conversation with the diocese early on. Uh, they didn't quite know what to do with it. And we talked for some time. Mike came on board. And I remember the first conversation we had, Mike, it was in the cafe downstairs. We were scribbling on pieces of paper together and um, we got quite excited, actually. I remember that conversation. We were both very excited about the possibilities that might come our way. Well, I had done podcasting at a previous employer and uh, was a big podcast listener. And I knew uh, what it could bring to the table. And uh, I'd like to say we were right. It's good to get the conversation started. But almost as soon as we, we discussed it, though, what we had to discuss uh, was the kind of chemistry that's involved. And we've had a huge variety of guests throughout um, the last year, but almost everyone says that there's about four or five people in the podcast who, when, is, when we get together, the chemistry's good and we have a great discussion. And I'm very happy to say that we hit on the team right away which was one of the winning teams myself box and renee and occasionally people and uh, not occasionally i'm just teasing him but people often throw cormac mccann into the mix there <laughs> i'm sorry um, who? <laughs> <someone> <laughs> who joins in on the casual conversations i have to say occasionally to keep his ego down a little bit if he happens to be listening but 
so yeah, so it, I immediately asked Renee. She probably remembers me coming in and asking her this strange thing when one of her staff should oh, be actually working. Can I just actually yeah interject there? Because what happened was Peter wandered into my office and we talked about this and we talked about that, and then he said, "Oh, and you know, there's this thing that I'm working on for the Archdiocese. It's a podcast. Could I get you on once in a while?" And I said. Oh, yeah, that'll be right. And then didn't really think much of it. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm walking into a studio, sitting down and having a very well produced, if I might say so, Mike. Thank you. Uh, conversation with Peter and Box. So that's how that <laughs> happened. And and Box had been, a, a well, originally a student and then a, a um, an honours student under Renee and I. And then and then for some time now, a good friend on many other uh, discussions and projects about evangelization and young people and art and culture and all sorts of things. So mm. I had to have him on board. Well, so. I was actually uh, in the middle of my, uh, I would say, preparation for my pop culture and theology talks. I was very much immersed in pop culture while uh, when Peter called me and asked me on board. So perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. I think I was re-watching one of the Star Wars movies. <laughs> it was that or Lord of the so, Rings. So all, all of you kids out there, go and watch the Star Wars movies. It's perfect preparation. No, no. I hope you didn't claim that one back on tax, Box. The dark hmm. side of the force. <laughs> so we we got together and, and, I mean, an initial discussion was just on, you know, the, the first episode, which is still, by the way, our best performing episode, um, oh. uh, is the one where we just talked, shot the breeze and talked about what podcasts are for and what we hope to achieve. And when you go back and listen to that one, we've actually done a lot of what we set out to do. I'd like to ask you guys, firstly, before we get into individual episodes, what was your thoughts about it renee's just kind of indicated she didn't have many <laughs> she wasn't quite prepared i'm a bit it. vague where <laughs> there's anything technologically concerning me. what did you think i mean did you imagine where this would go and what what did you have what hopes or or thoughts did you have for such a thing or did you have any specific idea about what a podcast is had you ever listened to podcasts before we started i've listened to a lot of podcasts I enjoy podcasts, especially on a commute, and I like the, a variety of podcasts. So um, so the concept wasn't unfamiliar to me, so to use a double negative there. But in terms of what I expected to come out of it, um, I'm not sure that I went in with any preconceived ideas. What I've been really happily surprised to find is that when you're actually on the air and having a conversation like this, more comes out than might happen otherwise. Maybe we're just mm. a little bit more conscious of what's being said, but I liked that first episode in particular because I learned a lot about box that I didn't know before. Um, <laughs> I, I apologise uh, you know, again. Going, going back into the deep, dark past of box, uh, I really enjoyed that, so that was a good opportunity. And I think we found just different moments like that as well mm. going along. Catholics might not be so good at technology necessarily, but I think we do like interpersonal things. So just that opportunity mm. of... Um, of being able to enter into that space has been really great. And Peter, back at you, what uh, what have been the things that you have experienced that you didn't think would happen? Well, um, I've worked in radio before, so some of it uh, I expected, and I knew how much work was behind these things. Thankfully, I wasn't the one doing most of the hard work behind it. Mike's done a lot of the hard work. Um, I've done a fair bit of work setting it up, but um, obviously that has to be limited by my full-time job, um, <laughs> which is actually to work at the university. 
So there's this is very much a hobby on the side. But I think I have got to meet people I might not have otherwise met. And the conversations I've had with people I knew, I think Renee's right about that one. Mm. The conversations I've had with people I knew were really quite different to the way I mean, I've had lots of conversations, for example, with Gabe and Jovina, um, who were on the Parenting Hard Mode episode. And But when we sat down and specifically talked about parenting, they came out with some gems. And I, I go back and listen to that now. And, and like Renee said, I feel like I know them much better. And um, I think one of the measures of the podcast is if you feel like you're in the room having a conversation with the people, like you feel like you're part of the conversation and it's mm. comfortable in that way. And hopefully we've achieved that with a, with a, you know enough episodes to make people want to join the conversation. What about Box? <laughs> well, I want to echo that. That was uh, I, I remember the first day coming in and feeling really nervous, but the whole thing felt like a conversation and it was, uh, it was really good. But outside of the podcast, I've had a few people come up to me on the, you know, at the, the campus uh, and around Sydney. Uh, and say, hey, are you Box from the podcast? <laughs> and I, I was wondering how they could recognize me visually from <laughs> from a podcast. And I remember the the, the photo on the show notes. Uh, that's right. Um, so that was really cool. But also with friends outside, um, getting to know them in another way because they now come up to me and discuss the different topics that I was discussing mm. on the podcast. And so having that extra level of, of conversation with, with different friends that I probably w- wouldn't have had if it wasn't for the podcast. My wife always asks, when is Ryan and uh, Renee going to be on? Uh. Constantly. Because <laughs> 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 when are they going to be on? <laughs> One of the, um, the b- big aims of the podcast is to be a conversation starter, not to be the, the last yeah. word on things. Mm. And yeah. so whenever we've had a conversation, people, have, uh, if they have a critique, they often say, you guys didn't say enough. Well, that's kind of the point. Mm. We wanted to start the conversation. We wanted to open up the topics and, and go there. Um, I found the one on mortgages was really interesting in that respect, actually, Pete, because um, I had lots of people coming up to me and saying, I listened to that one. This still perplexes me, and I'm so happy that none of you agreed about this, but you were just throwing ideas out there because it's really, really hard. And I thought, yeah, well, in that case, the the podcast is doing some good work. We got a lot of feedback from that one, and in fact, it has the record for having the longest email in reply to any of our podcasts (laughs) from one particular finance broker who had quite a lot of detailed feedback to give me about one of the points I made. <laughs> and thank Quality you for that. that. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe a part two? <laughs> Look, Bring I, him I, on. We could, we could revisit her. that. Yeah. I'd love to. It was a him, and I'd love to revisit it. It was very uh, good feedback, actually. And I have to say on that note, I really appreciated the emails people have sent and the comments they've made on Facebook. Um, we do get, you know, the occasional, because we advertise the podcast a little bit, we get the occasional person who says, what's this Catholic stuff doing in my feed? Um, and that's, you know, that's standard run for the mill stuff. But the... Um, Such bigotry up with which we will not put, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't. So it doesn't stay on the Facebook page. Okay, but, um, good, good, good. But most of the time we get feedback from people who are actually interested. And it's it's mm. been it's been interesting the variety of ways it comes back. It doesn't... Like we get occasional Twitter things, we get lots of Facebook feedback, we get emails. But as Box said, a lot of it's personal. Like people know they contact me via my Notre Dame website um, email. They contact me personally if they have my Facebook connections, those kinds of things. 
And I had a student, a weird experience with a student um, who called in. He's a new student, Renee, and interviewing him. And, and I called him and said, hi, it's Peter Holmes from Notre Dame. And he, um, he went, oh, oh, oh. And I said, I'm sorry, did I catch you at a bad time? And he went, oh, no, you've just got me confused because I know your voice very well. I listen to your podcast every week and I'm so confused that you're calling me about my university. <laughs> Um, okay, we also want well, you on the podcast. This is my day job. This is what I do for real. <laughs> with all of my time. Uh, yeah. So it was it was an interesting experience. That's happened more um, as we've gone on. And as Bob yeah. said, there's some people who have stopped me. I pretty much thought, you know, maybe my mum would listen. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, people who who knew me, but it's it's gone outside of those circles. That's a good thing. I think we've reached beyond that. So. Maybe we could talk about um, the reach of the episodes. Have you got some anecdotes about people who have listened and it's it's had an impact? Um, let's start with Box this time. Yeah, I mean, my more familiar surroundings, I guess, at the, at the time when we started was still Notre Dame University and the uh, alumni from there. And there were people from there that uh, I never would have pegged really as as people that would listen to this podcast. Um, and for a while, uh, whenever I was on, I'd noticed they'd share the, the, the podcast advertising or they'd mention something. And it, for me, it was just a big surprise because like I said before, you get to know these people in a new way, but in terms of reach, it's, it's really helped. I think some of these people to speak about those, those topics, um, in a new way in somewhere that, that isn't too overwhelmingly, I, I guess, uh, coated in dogma and, <laughs> and, and theology, you know, something that's, it's a bit more down to earth. And so the reach has been a lot larger, I guess, in those circles that I'm talking about because it's more approachable. Renee? Um, so I found probably that my alumni, so people I haven't been in touch with, with for a while have gotten back in touch with me and said, oh, it's so great. I almost feel like I'm in class because I've been hearing your voice and it's been bringing back great memories. I hope they're not lying about this, about <laughs> um, <laughs> being in class at, at the uni. So that's been really, really nice. And, and in that way, I've gotten to hear about babies being born and new jobs and people moving. And it just gives a stronger sense of the continuity and community, I suppose, mm. because in Australia, we're constantly dealing with distances and people moving around everywhere. So um I think there's something about podcasts where you do actually feel like you're getting to know someone when you're listening to them. And it's really good when we who are doing the talking get to hear back from the people who are listening and enter into that conversation at a different level. So I found that really rewarding. Mm. A couple of our guests that we've had on have said, oh, finally, I'm on the podcast. This is great because um, they've been listeners and they've been really keen to get on and, and be involved. I've been looking at the stats, and um, even though most of our listeners are from Australia, of course, because it's pitched at Australians and about Australian things, because it's Catholic, it goes worldwide. We've had a significant proportion, um, even in the last month or so, you know, this, this good portion of a thousand listeners um, coming from the USA, for example. Big shout out to our listeners in Colorado, apparently. Hello, Colorado. Oh, I have a friend in Colorado. It's probably my friend. <laughs> oh, they would have had to, they've 123 downloads. That's more episodes, oh, wow. more than the episodes we have. Yeah, yeah. Friend telling other friends. This is very good. Now, Michigan's understandable because we had the armchair Catholic guys on, but Minnesota, Texas is a big supporter. We've we've got 
some listeners in Texas and shout out to you guys. California as well has joined the the party. There's uh, there's many other states, but th- and in Canada we have of course um, Ontario, um, Alberta, British Columbia. Um, it's you know, it's quite that would be my family. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the question well, they've is- been listening in vain for all this time, Mike, for <laughs> your voice right. to come on. I guess the now, question now is when are we going to take the show on the road and and That's sort right. of do, do a tour. <laughs> Good question, Wox. Although we have been on the road, or at least I have, I went to New Zealand and we did a show in New Zealand with the um, Hearts of Flame crew over there and I've uh, recorded a show with the um, Immaculata's summer school preparation team. So we've done that a couple of times. I'm trying to think of another one, but I don't think – I think they were the only two this year, Mike. Yeah, that's right. If if I can add, one of the most uh, beneficial things from doing this podcast has been meeting the three of you. Um, I think Fox's sincerity has always touched me when we've been recording. Thank you. Um, and Renee's infectious laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So I hear, I hear these podcasts intimately and Renee will be chucking along at something and I will join in the laugh while editing. (laughs) That's very nice, Mike. I'm glad that you like me for my laugh and not for my ideas. I I get that a lot. There you go. <laughs> it's something it says something about aesthetics, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> now, probably a time to talk about favourite episodes. Now, of course, we're not saying that uh, we dislike any, but um, what about your favourites, Renee? Do you have a favourite? Oh, getting Simka and Damien on—that was <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was just like the bringing together of so many worlds. So very selfishly, that was absolutely one of my favourites. I also really enjoyed the one with Anna Hitchings, and I think it's because there were four of us and it was a really interesting conversation. Mm. Um, so that would be a couple of my favourites. But And then just any time we've had the had the team together, so with Box, with Cormac, and I think we all know each other so well that it's mm. been an opportunity to really hash things out together in a convivial way. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, I agree with you on the um – the Anna Hitchings one was interesting. I think we could have another one on dating quite easily, and and yeah. there were so many things we left open that one. That one we have to come back and revisit. Yeah, I I really liked um, the Simca Fisher one, and I think most of our listeners did too. That's one of our better performing ones. And well, we got to put Damien the- in there. It was yeah. Damien's <laughs> input was spectacular <laughs> in certain moments. He Indeed. goes down as having one of the best opener lines. Yes, Do I have right. to put pants on? Do I have to wear pants? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so right. we need to bring them on again Thank if you, we Damon. can. That would be good. Indeed. Box. I've got to say, I was thinking about it a lot this morning, actually, and the one that really stuck in my mind as, as an experience that's very memorable, um, aside, of course, from the first one, because I was released at the bar, was um, the one with Sherry Waddell um, coming in. And... And the conversation, I think it, it really helped to remind me of my own relationship with God and speaking about it then and there uh, sort of helped me put some bricks in. You know how in those detective stories when you see them talking to a family member and they, everything just clicks? Um, it was one of those situations where I was reminding myself of, of things that I needed to hear. And we've often had, the, especially at the beginning, we had the conversation going, we wish we had have been recording yeah. After the podcast recording, yeah. and Sherry Riddell was one of those uh, was one of those people, and I can remember one of the most poignant times in recording. She turns to me and she goes, "So, Michael, where is Jesus Christ in your life?" Wow! And uh, <laughs> and instantly I said, "You know, uh, uh, I haven't seen him in a while. He's been carrying me." But it was she was so 
powerful uh, and you felt a real presence with her. So I'd agree, Box. That was one of the most amazing uh, interviews, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so Mike, you said that one's one of your most amazing. Do you have any others? I like the way that uh, Tara Vaness jumped in uh, in We've Got the Beat. Mm. That was episode 13. Mm. She really took you on, Pete. <laughs> yes, my wife really liked the fact that Tara took me on. In fact, she asked several times, when are you getting that, that young lady who beat you up back? Now, um, <laughs> she, was, she was very impressed. She likes anyone who stands up to me which is probably why Cormac and Renee and Box have, have been such a success because you're quite prepared to jump in. Well, and... We're in the good books with Susie. That's all that really matters. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really matter what I think. It's what she thinks is what matters. Yeah, so. Exactly. Shout out yes. to Susan Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on that note, my favourites are the ones that she likes. Very wise. <laughs> well, because because she, when she listens, I you know, it's part of our conversation and the ones that i think actually really work are the ones where i feel like i can give them to someone and then the conversation keeps going mm -hmm. so i really liked the one with simply fisher of course but i also like the more recently the one with um the parenting hard mode one with the mm. gabe and jovina that was very it was, touching it was yeah. so incredibly touching to me now part of that is because i have a personal involvement in a special needs parenting but it just really hit the note, and I thought, this is what podcasts are about, to actually bring you into this kind of conversation. I loved – I had some geek-out moments, though. I loved talking to the guy from uh, – the scientist from Parks, John. Um, I, I could have just talked forever on that particular one. I loved talking to Tara about music just because the music, that's just amazing. I loved having a conversation about superheroes with Mark Shea and, and that – Remember that one, Box? Mm, that was kind of cool. A lot of fun. Great, um, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of um, guests we've had. We've had politicians. We've had, um, you know, people involved in all kinds of things. And we're still out there searching for lots of other um, new people to talk to, but also old friends. I mean, you mentioned, Renee, getting in touch with old friends with Simca. David Schutz has been a guest, and he's an old mate who I haven't spoken to at length for some time. Uh, Peter Pelican is someone I haven't really had a chance to sit down and listen to and talk mm. to properly. I've had a couple of coffees with him, but to sit down for an hour and a bit and have a really good yarn with Peter is, was fantastic. That episode was a really good listen as well. Where do you think this sort of thing could go, Box? I mean, we've done this for a year now. Have we exhausted it or is there still more to do? I think it's an interesting uh, thing with this kind of podcast because – some of the feedback that I get, you, you know, you get people that have special interests and they, they listen to the podcast. And as you said before, these are just topics to start us off in conversation. And I think there's been a real yearning, especially during this COVID crisis period, that uh, people want to hear more specific, more targeted podcasts. And that there have been a lot of things on social media where uh, Catholics have gone out and started their own things. Um, How many new ones this um, this <laughs> since COVID, Mike? Uh, I think since March, it's something ridiculous like two hundred and eighty six thousand worldwide. Yeah, it's it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so we're competing with a with a tough market at the moment. The other thing that Mike mentioned to me was um, the averages for podcasts. Can you run run us past those stats again, Mike? The average. I think number of episodes, was it seven? People starting out in podcasts, yeah, they get to seven or eight and go, wow, this is really hard. We'll get there one day. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, listens per podcast is uh, around 138, 139. And uh, right. well, we're up in the six to 700, which is pretty good. 
Our engagement yep. is pretty high. So people who do listen, listen for over three quarters, which is, you know, great. The point in that, though, that the engagement one means that people who do listen to us listen to at least on average about three quarters of the podcast. That's big. We aren't specialized. We're not, mm. you know, taking one niche uh, market. They're not tuning in to hear about, you know, I don't know one of the topics that we're we're listening to we're just talking about life the universe and everything that means that we we we're just simply providing a conversation within a catholic context of the intellectual tradition of the catholic church it's pretty broad when you think about the range of topics that we've addressed and i, I don't think there's a limit I, th I think we could push harder than this um because life is that big maybe i should ask renee do you see it going anywhere or are you just kind of <laughs> swept on I'm just along for the ride, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite happy for you and Mike to to figure it all out, and I come in and have a good time when I can. That's just the kind of vapid person I am. No, that's exactly what we'd prefer because, as I think Box mentioned, when people come on normally, they're a little bit nervous in their first first attempt, and they usually don't. Just like the reason Tara stood out is that. They, they usually don't take me on. They let me talk too much and, and it ends up not being as much of a conversation. But people being relaxed. And now, frankly, Renee, it's, it's pretty easy for you to relax because you're my boss and uh, I'm not scary <laughs> at all. <laughs> so, I like to think we're in a slightly different context here, Peter. But okay. Oh, we are. We are. But, but it's, you know. We've always been comfortable together. With in all, well, we've worked in several different working relationships, and it's been comfortable, yeah. which is the reason you were invited on. Thank you. It's it's been a good experience so far for this year. I'd have to say that one of the biggest things for me, though, is hearing from someone who said that they were encouraged, or that mm -hmm. they were drawn to the faith in a different way, or that they were encouraged to think in a different way. Mm. Um, uh, because one of the episodes we had uh, an atheist friend of mine talking, uh, several, you know, my atheist friends also listened in and they've been, it's been the beginning of some intriguing conversations. And they, what intrigued me about is that they would have normally been put off by the, the word Catholic, just the word Catholic, mm. um, because of what they say in the news. And yet the conversations have drawn them in. They haven't necessarily agreed, which is totally fine. Um, and it's absolutely the point of the podcast that it's possible to disagree and still be friends. Uh, isn't that right, Cormac? Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> the ghost. Yeah. He's not here. He's not here. He can't answer for himself. But I think also the joyful part, you know, yeah. that we're trying mm. to, we're talking about serious things, but retaining that joy, which is something yeah. that we've tried to keep in there. Yeah. And that joy is not based on a kind of a, like a weird um, pretend positivity, you know, la, 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 yeah. everything's fine. We're actually looking at really hard topics. One of the more uh, listened to podcasts is on it's Pell Politics and Prayer, I think, and it's it's quite a hard one to talk about. It's how do Catholics react to the fact that, I mean, at the time the appeal had been put down um, in Victoria, and so mm. it was quite a, very, a deep hurt for many Catholics. And so um, it was a hard topic. And yet to find joy in these hard times and in COVID and all sorts of other things is a very precious thing. It means that there's something beyond our circumstances, which which we aim for. Yeah. Anything we, you think we should do that we haven't done yet? 
Oh, you know, I'm a very bookish person. So all of this talk, sometimes you get on there and you're talking about this sports stuff and I really have no clue what you're talking about. So I reckon maybe a, an episode on flower arranging followed by a kind of book club thing. I think that would be good, Mike. That would get lots of listeners in there. Flower or maybe on arranging. different types of tea, tea and cheese and wine. We Ooh. could have a great episode on that. We do have an episode planned on appreciating the finer things in which we, we're going to have to bring um, some people in to talk about the finer things. And I, I would like to add whiskey to that particular list. Mm, um, yeah, that would be good. Mm, cheese, I'm, I'm in on board with you and wine. But a whiskey has to be there. But, yep. um, Box, have you thought of anything? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny because it was actually at the front of my mind, but I wasn't sure whether to, to say it. Um, something that, uh, that's come up a lot is, is, is this desire for a, a more focused line, I guess, even a shoot, an offshoot. Uh, podcast on popular culture and you know talking about the different things uh, in popular culture the different themes and genres and and going on looking at what's coming out and what is out there now um, something that's happening with a lot uh, a lot of my friends and I especially during this uh, quarantine period is a lot of conversation about breaking down these things so that they can speak to their families about it mm. hmm. well actually, that was Mike you can to bear witness to this one of the one of the points of doing just it was never just about one podcast where the idea is that we encourage Catholics to talk, to be out there in this public space. Now, we're not saying we're, everyone has to do it the way we do it or they have to be Catholic or they have to be with the, the archdiocese. We're just saying we wanted to encourage young people mm. in mm. particular, but also anybody who, as we've seen in COVID, everyone can do this kind of thing. Um, 200,000 new people apparently this year can do this thing. <laughs> so... The podcast, we would deem it a success if people are encouraged by this and inspired and they can then go, yay, we could do this too and do something more interesting. And we've had a couple come on, haven't we, Mike? We've had a couple of podcasts start up in Sydney. Yeah, that's right. You were talking earlier about how just the everyday work person uh, is affected uh, by being Catholic. And we had a, uh, I think it's worth touching on, the Catholic Tradies podcast, which pro oh, proved yeah, to be yeah. very popular. And it was uh, it was phenomenally insightful, you know. And I think a lot of people, from the reaction that we got in from the comments, a lot of people, a lot of people related to that. You know what, though, that's when Texas came on board. Yeah. We got hundreds <laughs> of hits from Texas when we did the because I posted it on Twitter as "Is Catholicism a white collar religion?" and yeah. it went mm. nuts in the states. Yeah. There were really, really lots of people from Texas came back saying, "No way, man!" <laughs> they were really <laughs> can't do a Texan accent, but they were basically saying, "No, you're wrong." There's plenty of tradies who are Catholic, and um, we were looking at Sydney, of course, and in which case we had lots of answers from Sydney. But yeah, that was a really big episode. I think it might be worthwhile to get some people in who could give some kind of nuts and bolts advice about prayer life. I would really like that. You know, people from mm. different backgrounds and different kinds of spirituality, just talking about the resources that the church has for getting through every day. Um, I, yeah, I think that, that that might be a direction we could go in as well. That's a good one. I like that. There's been – we've had a few on certain – times a spiritual approach we in fact just recently we had father robin koenig on um uh the nation exercises yeah um, yeah which is kind of cool but yeah that's a, that's a good plan actually on prayer yeah so um mike what do you think we can do i think every time that we've touched on the topic of parenting um we get a huge reaction and it's a 
uh, a lot of new followers and a lot of uh, listens. So I think uh, anything mm. on on parenting is uh, is is a mm. really good idea. And we know from you've reminded me there of um, one of our better episodes, which was um, Francine Parola talking about mar- marriage. Um, yeah, she was a job. I think is that one. Yeah, marriage and, is an inside job. She had some really good practical tips, and I remember at the end of that episode, we thought, "Geez, we, we even though we recorded two, we, we think we could have kept going. There yeah. was a lot much more to say there, so we have to get Francine back. Mm. Hopefully, bring on her husband Byron as well. Um, actually, just if, if I may, just another thing. I mean, we've got, had so many new podcasters come up, so many uh, initiatives start over the COVID crisis, including a another alumni from Notre Dame that actually started reading some C.S. Lewis on Sundays after Mass, and she got a mention in the uh, Catholic paper. Maybe we could have right. some uh, a, a sort of a best of the, the COVID quarantine crisis episode, and we have those people come in and, <laughs> and talk about what inspired them, what started the, you know, what keeps them going, because that, that could be pretty interesting. That was a great episode, the jungle of toilet paper feeds. <laughs> yes. I still remember I your remember. face when we, beforehand we were chatting and came up with that title. It was Mike great. was like, oh. <laughs> Got it. Yes, All right. That was a good one. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> we should uh, wrap it up for this week's podcast. If today's discussion got you thinking or arguing with your podcast device, in fact, if you've got any ideas about who we should talk to, where you would like, would you like more of a particular topic, let us know. Subscribe to the podcast at thiscatholiclife.com.au. You can tell us what you'd like or what you didn't like, what you'd like us to discuss in future episodes by dropping us a line at info at thiscatholiclife.com.au. Use our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or Discord. Be sure to review us on iTunes. If we get more reviews and more comments in there, we could come to the attention of many more people. Remember that this is a uniquely Australian Catholic podcast, and we think that's an idea worth getting behind. So tell your friends. Before we go, it's time for shout-outs. Vox. I want to shout out to my family who have spent uh, an in unjust amount of time with me <laughs> over the last <laughs> quarter of a year. Uh, thank you for putting up with me. <laughs> Renee? I'd like to thank all of the people who have just kept on going through what has seemed like. So what are we? You say it's around July. Hasn't it been about five years since March? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, I I think the extra brownie points for everyone involved in this podcast during this time because I hope that it's brought some solace. But people have been doing things just in small ways to help each other get through. Um, you know who you are. Keep doing it. Yeah. I'm into that. I, I posted a, a meme on Facebook of a whole bunch of people peeking around a corner, poking a door with a 10-foot pole. Um, and on the door is written July, you know, <laughs> so poking the door. What's coming next in this year? So a big shout out to those people who've helped me stay sane. And also, help, if you're out there helping anybody else stay sane, uh, firstly, it, it always helps us to help someone else. So when we're feeling lonely and, and upset and isolated, it always brings us out of our shell if we help someone else. But thank you to those people who have gone out of their way to be helpful to others. Thanks for the love. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to This Catholic Life.